just different. Hey, fam, when he hit Trevor Burbick and he fell once and he tried to get up and he fell and he got up and then mm-hmm. fell three times in one hit, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, I said, everybody watching that should have been like, should have been like, oh, no. I'm not fighting that little, little homie. I'm not touching this till he just took the champ. And that man fell down three times after one hit. Hey, and the ref was like this. No, brother, I can't even let you do it. <laughs> when the ref come up and give you a hug and embrace you, you know that, you know that hug when the dude get knocked out and he try to get up? Mm-hmm. And he just be like, oh. Nah, nah, you, oh, I'm doing this for no, you. No, nah, There's a hug for your life. No, nah, I got it Tuesday. I got it Tuesday. <laughs> no, 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 brother, my name is my name is John Smith. Okay, Tuesday. And be like, uh-oh. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and not all Mike do, all Mike do is uh, post knockouts on his Instagram. Because he can't, fam. What up, what up, everybody? Uh, Irk and Jerk Pod, how y'all feel? Um, we just in here, we in here, we, we in here chatting it up. Uh, talking about uh, Mike Tyson, uh, his uh, his uh, it's not a documentary, but uh, his uh, docu movie is out on uh, Hulu. And uh, are all it's, the episodes it's just, out? Nah, they're come they're half hour episodes, bro. And I'm like, they yeah. come. I didn't know that. I just started watching them, so it's like four of them out right now. If is you it really a ten episodes season? I don't know. It should be because you know I don't know how far they're gonna go into it. This is life. I guess if you go by the uh, the previews, you know they're gonna go. They start obviously. They start young. He goes to jail. He comes out of jail because the, the first clip of the show is him biting off Holyfield's ear. He like, hold on, dog. Let's back it up. Ah, uh, they did one of them little blackumentary. Uh, yeah. Nineteen nineteen seventy nine. Just like, oh, okay. It, they had to go back. Had to, it was like, nah, we're not gonna start at the chunk. We gotta go back. We can't even do. We can't even do you like that. You know when the documentaries do that. They always go back to some rap music as soon as yeah. turn out somebody out in the alley. D and yes, that's exactly where it <laughs> He in the Bronx somewhere. He in the Bronx is like seven years old getting stomped on. Just <laughs> you in New York. Is somebody doing some drugs? Somebody getting whooped on. It's the same mm-hmm. script, bro. Somebody pop locking in the corner. Yep. And I'm like, oh, okay. It was a young, it was a young chubby Mike Tyson. He was like, yeah, I was fattening. You know what I'm saying? I was fattening for you know what they they used to hold me down and beat me up. And was some terrible situation. I got tired of the situation. Okay, all right. Let me let me uh, but I, I let me take a, let me take a breath. But no, what I said was uh for the young cats, which uh one day you will listen to this young cats. Uh, if you want to do yourself a favor, go to YouTube and look at Mike Tyson knockouts, and uh, get yourself a drink, mm-hmm. and uh, you will uh, you will enjoy it greatly. Yes, yes it's an outstanding situation. And speaking of outstanding situations, uh, this is podcast number twenty. Twenty, folks. Hold on, hold on. Wait, hold on. <clears throat> Never would have made it. <laughs> Never would have made it without you. 
<laughs> Damn. I thought we was going to make it through a whole podcast. Nah, man. We, we didn't make it for Not real. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I ain't going to make it too far if you shoot people with that gun again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. If y'all only knew with the... <laughs> we, we get, I mean, so I, I'm, I'm the sound effect king. That's my job in real life, so... And I said, but Vinny, he'd be like this. Yes. Bow. Mm-hmm. They don't be like gunshots. They like, I killed the man. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, that ain't even regular gunshots. This is like, I killed the man. So, uh, yeah, podcast 20. Um, so, let me, first of all, thank you. Because there are a lot of day one listeners who uh, we definitely appreciate you. Uh, uh, from the start as we continue to uh, grow this thing organically. Um, mm-hmm. And we need your help. So, you know what you need to do? Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, rate, like, and subscribe on your favorite listening platforms. Uh, Apple, Spotify, uh, uh, iHeartRadio, uh, Google, Stitcher, uh, Jujubee, uh, uh, Tiddlywinks, and anything else, any of the mother uh, uh, bootleg, uh, the bootleg uh, sites that you can bootleg mm-hmm. our podcast on. So, uh, uh, we, we definitely love and appreciate uh, you doing that. Um, so, that being said, welcome to the podcast. Uh, my brother Vinny, how are you today? I'm good. I'm good today. We um, hi. This is holiday weekend. You know, so holiday we, weekend. We what that weather talking here. about? I ain't even asked you. Oh man, it's been raining here for the last week or so. I guess okay. we've needed it, but the, the ground can't sop it up. That's why we having all these these floodings all over the place. But this ain't just us. It's flooding everywhere right now. Yeah, it's a little rough. It's I know it's weird, I mean, weird right now. Uh, yeah, there's some flooding in the uh, in the south suburbs uh, mm-hmm. here here in the Chicago area. I mean, it's just a dreary. It's just a dreary great great day. That's okay yeah. though, because we've had we've had some good days. Oh, I've yeah. had my good days, and I've had my bad days. Um, but we, you know, hopefully we get another couple. Uh, uh, as as Zoe says, swim pool. We get some swim pool days. Uh, we, it's we got it's a couple. September hope- night, y'all y'all might be running out. Y'all running out yeah. real quick. We got a, we, you know, you know how that goes, especially in the Midwest. You got a couple of them, uh, yeah, ninety degree days in September, but then, hey, you know, this football weather. You know, it's football time. It's football mm-hmm. weather. Football is back. Uh, college mm-hmm. football is back next week. The pros start. You know, we here for it. It's cool. So, uh, I'm ready. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready for whatever it is. I, I mean, like I said, give me two more. Give me two more swim pool days. Swim pool. Oh, you and, can take uh, it to the swimming pool. Yeah, yeah, and then we head upstairs to the swimming pool and uh, you know, live life and just look out on the skyline and, and you know, just take time take time and enjoy yourself. That's all. Mm. Um but uh I get yeah, let's get to it, brother. Uh you want you wanna do how how was your week? Uh so you seem like you got something on your line. No, 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 I was looking at some stuff because I promise. So you know me being petty when somebody sends something to me. And uh, <laughs> I'd be like, we putting it on the pod. Like when they just say something all out of out of out of whack. But I was like, dang, I ain't even put it on the pod. And I was thinking, do it even go with what we saying? But I, I we, we'll we'll hit that we'll hit that in a sec. Um, but this week it was it was an okay week. Uh, I would say um, since I've stopped traveling for work, life kind of been just. I've been getting a routine down, so um, it's been boring. But I wanted it like that, just like you know, for for a couple months since 
life was just all over the place before. Sometimes boring is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm appreciate that. Appreciating that we are kind of shuffling the house around right now. Wife getting her office together. We are currently kicking the son out of the room. Um, he has his, he oh. has his bed in our room, so big he's move, getting big the move. boot. Um, we got him a race car bed. We got to put it together. So I know it's gonna take a minute to get him all the way out, but we got to start sometime mm-hmm. or he's gonna be in there in tenth grade. And you're sleeping, <laughs> and you're sleep- you're gonna be surprised how your how tall your sleep is gonna change instantly. Well. Instantly. We got the we got the big king size, so all all of us be in the bed sometimes, like the yeah, dog be in but, the bottom. But his yeah. but him being a, a little sweat ball is what really um, is really it right there. Like I don't know if y'all got kids out there and they they sweat, but it's weird because if I start sweating when I'm under the covers, I throw the covers off. He adds more covers. And tries to get underneath you. So it's like, you little sweaty demon. (laughs) (laughs) But other than that, um, I will say, just the um, football's back. We've been talking about football all week. Um, Mm -hmm. They've been real spicy in the group chat. But um, yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to my squad, Uh, Big Blue. Go Blue one yesterday. So... I'm feeling good right now. I'm feeling good right now. How is it? It's, not, it's never a bad thing when your team puts on a good thrashing. Yeah, yeah, because you don't know. In college football, you don't know what you about to get until they, until they hit play. You don't know what you about to see out here. You need about the first five minutes to figure it out. You yeah, know, you okay, got, okay we got some the line pushing. You know, we getting some, some pressure. Okay, that that makes sense to me. But when you start looking bad and you don't pull away from a team to about the fourth quarter, that's when looking you start at you, looking North Carolina, at, App State. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we Hard looking at day. somebody else too, but we ain't gonna go there right now. Ah. <laughs> oh, you want me to say it, or are you are you hey, gonna say, no, say it? I get enough smoke, bro. Coming in third. Whoopsie. <laughs> you know the you know the vibes. Go the green. Good vibe. night. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop. Oh yeah, they but they're this gonna, the, gonna come after you regardless. So I just yeah, said, yeah, 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 yeah. You sliding into the arena. I live in that boy. I'm like Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I live in the stadium, bro. <laughs> oh, you got the, you got the keys to the stadium with the uh, with the uh, to go bag of food and the groceries. Okay, that's what's up. Okay, well, um, yeah, football's back. Um, so my week it feels like it just kind of just went. It just went. It went and it's fast because the big thing for me is and the family is uh, we're going to uh, the place where dreams come true next week. We're going mm-hmm. to Disney World. Um, so getting excited about that, um, getting ready to spend my whole check. Uh, so not excited about that, but I am excited because take it all. Mickey bought the Mickey. Mickey got the look. Y'all want to know who the real, who got the pistol? Mickey got the pistol. Yeah. He'd be like, ha ha, ha ha, give me your check. Ha ha. You'd be like, okay, here we come. 
You know, Adrian's been buying us, you know, Mickey T-shirts. Zoe been getting the Mickey shoe, you know, the Mickey, the Minnie Mouse shoes, uh-huh. Disney. Because he, here's the thing, you got to try to strategize at least from what you know. You can only do so much, so you got to buy some stuff before you get there, mm-hmm. so you don't completely cash out when you get there. Even though he gonna stick you up when you get to Florida. Fun fact, and this is something, unless you've been there, you probably already know this. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize. Uh, shout out to Adrian for this stat, by the way. Disney World is the same size as the city of San Francisco. I had I no idea. I don't even have a, a sense of uh, realm of how big the city is, though. Okay, so you've you've been to Chicago. Mm-hmm. You know Chicago's the third largest city, right? Mm-hmm. In the in America, San Francisco's the fourth largest city in America. So just imagine a city. That's a place that's all cartoons, so to speak. I don't want to dumb it down to just say Disney's a bunch of cartoons. Mm-hmm. But I had, because my thought process was, oh, we need to do this, this, and this, and we can see A, B, and C. And she's like, you can't see all of Disney World. She's like, it's the size of San Francisco. And I was like, so it's not going to happen. You got to see it in chunks. So you got to pick and choose what mm-hmm. you want to see. And even if you could see it all, it would probably take you two weeks and you really would be broke. So it just doesn't work out like that. So they got you set up just right. So you got to come see and you be like, oh, I got to come back and see A, B, C and D. And they'd be like, yes, we will see you back with the rest of your other check when you in five years or whenever you decide to go back. Because one of my partners, he goes back, I think, every other year and every year he just be like, man, I let the kids just run crazy and just let me sit down and have me. A, let me have me a brown cocktail. That's all I need. Man, He's like, I, I can't. So you know about my pettiness. I couldn't even I couldn't even let you slide, bro. I couldn't even let you slide. You said San Francisco is the fourth largest city. They ain't even in the top ten. Ain't the even media top market. 10. Oh man, you tripping. Who says that? Who I do I do. <laughs> I do. That's how you think. No, you every, think every every person who listened was like, San Francisco is the what? You well, talking well, okay, about the media well, market. No, no, no. Pull up. What, what, let me see what you got. Let me see what you got. We can do it. Like, there was, there was, like, they weren't even close. And there's the 2020 no. census over here. I'll put it up so you can see it. Are you doing as far as number numbers of people? Or are you doing That's as far as square footage? That's what I was thinking footage? when you said even square footage. California ain't got pull that many big old, big old states. You want to go by size? Top, or by, like when you by pull people? Up, top 10 largest cities in the U.S. See, this is by population. I need something by school. I need something by square footage. And keep in mind, between the two of us, I'm the only one that's been to San Francisco uh, more than once. No, I ain't even saying. I ain't even oh. saying, like... I don't know because I haven't been, but at the same time, mm-hmm. no, pull it up, yeah. Because when I, I was think, like, like, I've never even heard that. Yeah, like when I think of when, when I think of when I think of sizes of cities, and that's probably has to do with my job. I think of in terms of media market size. So the first thing anybody thinks of is oh, New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, 
And then it's either Houston, it's either goes San Francisco, Dallas, Houston, or Houston, San Francisco, Dallas. It's something like it, it goes something in that area. This is going to be I don't know, but because they got a whole bunch of Alaska cities, so that's already gonna mess everything. Okay, so either I think either way, (laughs) see, yeah, you bogus. Because either way, (laughs) either either way. It's a big, it's a big ass area. That's mm-hmm. that was the that was the the point I was trying to, I was trying to get to. Um, let me see here. Top. See, we we didn't go on off. It's fine. Square footage. Top ten media markets in the U.S. Uh, one, two, three, four. San Francisco six. Hmm. So yeah, because they all some of the anything after the top three fluctuates. So it's Philly right now. It's based on the last census. It's Philly, Dallas, then it's San Francisco. Media markets. Yep. Damn, Dallas that high. Dallas has always been top five. Always been in the top five or six consistently. The only city that like the the top three haven't changed since I got in radio in ninety nine. That just hasn't changed. Atlanta was like number 12, 13, 14 when I got in got in the radio. Now they're number they're currently number 7. And the other city that shot up higher is like number got up to number 4 was Houston. And that happened after Katrina cuz they just got a lot of people after Katrina. Oh but, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know other people. And so that's usually how I guess where I um um how my brain works with that. Mm-hmm. And while I'm on that subject, since this will be out tomorrow or wait, yeah, this will either be out tomorrow, which for us is Monday or Tuesday. Um, your boy's going to be on the radio twice this week. Mm. So you will have not one, but two chances to uh, check me out on my day job on uh, uh, V103 for today's R&B and throwbacks, uh, the number one music station in Chicago, as I can brag on that, um, because that's my station. Uh, so I will be on Friday. I will be filling in uh, for for my Chicago people or wherever you can listen to iHeartRadio app. But definitely my Chicago people. I will be more specific. Um, uh, nine to two. I will be filling in for the lovely Beyonce Fox for the Beyonce Fox experience. We're gonna change the name to the Keith Cardell experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so get ready for that. So that'll be Friday, and then Saturday I'll be filling in for uh, my main man Joe Soto on the Back in the Day show. On V103. So we're going to kick what? it. When? Wait, which one? When are y'all going to Disney World? I thought you were going to Disney World. Sunday. Oh, okay. okay Sunday. Okay. So next week. So, fri- so Friday. So Friday I'll be on the Beyonce Fox experience. Saturday I'm filling in for Joe Soto. And then Sunday I'm on the I'm on the plane. <laughs> at, at 7 in the morning. Yes. I see you. Uh, I'm not, I'm never gonna stop down when uh, when Zoe comes in. I'm gonna be honest with you because they y'all know what it is when you're young when you're a young father. She's gonna y'all got them y'all got them office door uh, the, door terrible door. office doors. I'm like, like I'm not st- goodness because <clears throat> Aiden I try to I'm trying to teach him how to how to um, turn the doorknob now, but his hand mm-hmm. muscles aren't strong enough to like mm-hmm. just grip it all the way and turn it. So I'm yeah. like, Zoe doing that already? But y'all got the office Yeah, you joints. can. Yeah, you you could probably hear her at the door because she wanted to come in and she said she need my help. So I'm never. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be rare one unless she comes in here screaming. I'm probably never going to stop. 
uh, stop down on the, on the pod because y'all know what it is. Zoe want to be on the, Zoe want to be on the show. She want to chirp like her old man. So um, yeah, so this this Friday and uh, uh, Saturday, uh, this is my first time doing two days in a row. So pray for me, pray for Dang. pray for me, pray for my strength, my strength with well, an F. On, you, you ain't even got to take that much, do you? Like how how radio even work? You go in there and you like totally you talk for about twenty four minutes. And the, see, and that's the biggest. Mi- I feel like that's the biggest misconception in in radio. And I mm-hmm. will do. I will help you clear that up real quick. So, and you can because you do a podcast now. You can kind of understand this, right? I think people think that because we talk. We, they think that we just walk in and say, blah, 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 for 35, 45 seconds or a minute and 20, and then we just go and eat Cheetos mm-hmm. for another 25 minutes. That's no. how I vision it um, in my head. I would never disrespect it, especially somebody who has a daily show, a Monday through Friday show, because I know a lot of people, they go through uh, their show to make sure that their music is correct. They make sure their topics are on point. Uh, they make sure that they have a guest, that that proper research is done. A guest? Yeah, some days you have, you talk to people. You just do like uh, on my morning show, uh, Regina Hall and Sterling K. Brown. Pop no, I'm up. talking about on uh, the on the afternoon, like not not the morning show. Morning show talk. About oh anybody. yeah, midday shows they have them too. They're a little more. They're now mm-hmm. those those interviews are a little more tighter than what you would see on a relaxed morning show. But they happen. But you just have to be you have to be prepared for anything. But most importantly, and any. Any program director, which is the boss in radio, is worth your salt. They're going to want to make sure that you maintain a certain level of energy mm-hmm. when you're doing the show. Um, and that's just that's that's key because, you know, you're talking to you're talking to several hundred thousand people at a pop and having that energy is key. And when you don't have that energy, mm-hmm. uh, people can tell it and it makes your show sound bad. Mm-hmm. So you have to keep you have to keep and maintain that and maintain that energy for four to five hours. And a lot of people can't do it. And it sound, it's one of those things where I think that people feel like it's very simple, mm-hmm. but it's it's not. And I obviously after 15, after being in radio for 20 years on the production side and doing it for six years, um, there's a certain level of exhaustion once you're in, in the middle of it and you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't know how you feel when you're done. Like some, you're drained. Like you're doing this Yeah. Like you're drained. Like I'm. Dra- I know. I don't know about you, but I'm drained. I feel drained. Do you, I feel are like you I've drained? Because you know you still got more work to do since you do the production of the no, show. No. Uh. Uh-uh, no. I just know. It's just uh, even if even before I used even before I do extra work on the show, there's a certain level of energy that you need to get up to get to the show. Mm-hmm. There's a certain level of energy you need to do the show, and then finish it out. And then once you're done. That adrenaline leaves, and then it's just like whoosh. And there's different levels to it, mm-hmm. but it's just something that I I don't think until you're in it. And I think people who do shows for the first time, they go, "I didn't know." Like I didn't. Yeah, I, until, I feel like until you actually do it. For me, being a novice <laughs> altogether, but I'm not a novice on on speaking in front of people mm-hmm. so i think that was the only thing where i've like hosted shows and stuff so i always know how to the amount of energy it takes to converse like you're aware you you have a good awareness right now like we've been doing this for 20 weeks right mm-hmm. you have a good good awareness of and i know a lot of it you do because you have a now that you have a, a big cushy management job you have uh you had an option to be able to 
um, scour the internet. And that's what really show prep is for those who... Um, and that's where I, I used to skip over stuff like ratchet shit. I used to just mm-hmm. scroll over like, man, I ain't got time for that. Now I click it and be like, okay, what's going on? What is this? What's because that? you want to like, know because it's a con- it can, it's it can spark up a conversation. Mm-hmm. And... That's what this. That's what this is. We look for things that we think you want to hear. Mm-hmm. That we spark up a conversation outside of what we're doing now, which is our our lives. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing. Some days people talk about e- even in regular radio, hosts talk about their lives. Like mm-hmm. if you've got something special going on, like I'm just off the top of my head, one of my hosts. Um, you know, she has a new dog because she had a dog for like 15 years and it died. And then she ended up adopting a dog from one of those. I don't know. Uh, anti-cruelty society thing. So it was just something that uh, it, it, it brings the listener in and it makes them feel like they're a part of it. Like yeah, now yeah. that we've been in this, people who listen to us on this pod, they they feel like they know. Well, they do. Obviously, mm-hmm. they feel like they know us because they do, because we've let them intimately into our lives on so many things and then a lot of times we've had uh moments of clarity we've had a lot of things that feel therapeutic mm-hmm. where we've talked about certain things that i, I don't know well I, I don't I can't necessarily speak for you but there are certain things that i've said on this podcast that i probably wouldn't have said i would only say in a in a therapist chair mm-hmm. and uh, i appreciate this podcast for that and i appreciate you know, you the listeners for being out there. You know, you give the feedback however you give it, whether you, yeah. you know, you give it to Vinny or how, however it happens, and and, and we appreciate that. And it, it it keeps it lets us know that we're doing something right. Lets us know that you know we're being we're being humans that we're not, you know, mm-hmm. we're just robots. Mm-hmm. And in radio, we call those liner jocks where they just read, you know, the announcements and just keep it moving. You want to do something that you know extends yourself to the listener and it's way easier to do that trust me Mm -hmm. on a podcast than it is on a radio on a on a radio show and uh you know and that's something now me being i'm not a novice but i i did take a a 12 year hiatus or probably longer than that off of actually doing an actual show on the air so it's very difficult for me to get back into the groove groove of things but i'm going to do my best Mm -hmm. uh to deliver a quality show uh, that hopefully my, that the city and the bosses will be proud of. All right, that's enough. Of, that's enough of work. Uh, so that's me. <laughs> it's funny. That's me because I. So today, when you say the energy level, like I, I'm kind of mellow today. It's raining outside, and there I forgot what episode it was, and you just let my ass cook like the whole beginning of the show, and it was fucking air horns all over the place. It was just like chaotic as hell. And then today I just let you cook. And that boy was like NPR. Like just let me get this information. It's good information. It's good for the stuff. Like your stuff was like a good meal. My shit would be like McDonald's. <laughs> like it just be like the crispy fries that you already like to eat. But they when they come together, because I was thinking um, with the pie, like because you're going to be gone next week. So mm-hmm. we're going to. We're going we gonna to figure something out for next week. But I was like, if I bring somebody in, it's going to be... <laughs> you, me and you got a good combination because you oh, kind of... No, I already keep, know where this you is going. Keep it, you keep it in line. And I just take that shit. And I just Off throw the, the apostrophes and shit on it. So it, it, it always come together good. But if you got somebody who just throw apostrophes and exclamation points along with you, you ain't going to have no sentence. You just go back. <laughs> He's like, bah, 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 bah. Bah, bah. Bah, 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 bah. that was a good show. 
Like, this is going to be the end of it. I'm going to be sitting there listening like, oh, wow, that really happened. Okay, so I got to get back to it. Okay. Yeah, we're going to figure this out. We might, we might, I, I'm, I'm not going to put, I'm not going to hold myself to it, but we might be able to squeeze in the show next Saturday is what probably is going to end up happening. We're gonna what are you going to do with that at the station? No, no, no. I'm going to be here. Mm. I still got. I'm gonna be here Saturday. Mm. I'm gonna be here Saturday, so probably squeeze it in Saturday. Well, I'm going uh, to um next Saturday. I'm going to see Bill Burr. Um, fam, now see, let's have, see. Of course you would. <laughs> <My man. laughs> I, I don't even know why. That's hold on. Let me let me get my notes. Say say what's on your chest. Oh, so you just going you gonna just come with it? No, not right now. But no, first of all, let's back it up. Uh-huh. I like Bill Burr. Let's uh-huh. not even get it twisted. I like I like some Bill Burr. And because I'm having a brain freeze and I don't feel eh, maybe I'll look it up. His cartoon on uh Netflix. Oh, that's is, the one with the um it's like uh, married with children F is, type thing. F is for family. Yeah, that's what it's called. Go. That joint that joint cracked. I that's one of those that's one of those you know how some it's not like, you know, we watch we watch when we do watch TV, I think both of us can agree, you know, whether we like it or not, it's a little more of a higher quality. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not necessarily, we don't do a lot of network TV. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying F for Family is, but I'm saying if it's like a notch above it, it's one of them shows where, oh, I'm at work and let me just run through three or four episodes. You ain't got to pay attention. You can cut on any episode at any time. Yeah, Simpson-esque is what I would, is the close, you know, Simpsons with, Simpsons with F-bombs. Okay. So, uh... There you go, but no F F is for family is is hilarious, and I can watch Bill Burr anytime. He's one of them guys where I, I don't know if it's because his wife is black, but if it is, let's just have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got the cookout pass. Uh, you know we don't hand you know the black you know black people don't really hand that cookout pass out to black too many. People hand out the cookout pass to everybody. Hey, but you got on Jordans? Uh, put your swastika uh, flag down and come to the picnic. Like the swastika, not the swastika. <laughs> See, this is what this is what happens. They got the on. They can come through. Nah. They, they can, oh, he can come to the cookout because he can do the uh, he can do the electric slide. See, this is what happens when I let you. This one, <laughs> this is swastika and Jordan. What do we do? Why you got a swastika wearing Jordans? I ain't never seen that. <laughs> I never the way seen. You can dunk for the uh, for the nation, the Aryan nation, the NBA. Here dunking on people. <laughs> I'm dunking on you name. with an AR. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be kind of funny if it was just like a racist dude in the NBA with a swastika on his shoulder. The muscle, I dunk on you, mega. You why know, he just, gotta be? Why he gotta be Russian? I don't know. It just sounded good. <laughs> it just sounded like this. I dunk on you now. I, I the first oh, thing I, I thought of was Drago. Uh, Ivan Drago. Yeah. Yep. Every that's messed up. Cause he wasn't. There was nothing racial undertone about his character, but that's the first thing we think about when you draw a racist. If you were to draw a racist person, they'll probably look like Drago. <laughs> I must brick you. And he, it's because he killed the black he man. Died, he beat him. He, he beat him to death in the ring, and then we like this. He killed the black man. He right? No, he just beat the <laughs> shit out of him. That's really what it was. But back, back was to Bill Burr. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Bill Burr is uh, is in town. Is in is in the Dallas uh, the DFW. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What, we're uh, what go day? Check him out, me and the homie on Saturday. 
Uh, oh, okay. I thought you were taking Terry. I was about to say, uh oh. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not. That's like her taking me to a med concert. And just saying, that's not going to end right. A med. A who? Med? Yeah, that ain't for me. You go oh. to girls for that one. But <laughs> I know we are going to go see when Beyonce come. I'm going to be there with my Beyonce shirt on. Yeah, I'm going to be breaking your soul? Boyonce. I'm gonna yeah. put that shirt on. I done been to two it. Beyonce concerts, so I'm good. We're good. We're you know, I good wasn't a fan though, but this one, yeah. I still, I still I just, be jamming that out. Because Beyonce has, I, you know what? It's so funny, and it, this probably has to do with my radio background. That Beyonce has so many hits mm-hmm. that it's like you almost can't avoid them. No, I it's and songs even, I like, but I wouldn't go to a concert and because some people I do like. But if they got a, a whole album that I don't like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go to that on that tour. And she never mm-hmm. had a whole album that I listened to except for this one. Now, the joint. Now, I don't I know. Did you did you ever go when she came with came through with Jay the, uh, on the run tour? Nah, no. Nah, when I, they went back and forth. No, nah, because I ain't like enough of her songs to even do that. Hmm, that was I went. One yeah, I went to both on the run on the run one and two, so I went to both of them. Okay, this, uh, it's just so hard not to because the radio joints keep you engaged mm-hmm. and then hold. It's just hold, and then when hold comes through, what does he even do even, to engage? Like I have never seen a rap concert in a big arena before. Like most of the people I really? like are just like you know. At the strip club or like at uh-huh. the mid size like little factory spot, like when I've Big Crit came or Jeezy came, like something like that. But mm-hmm. I don't like Hove or Kanye. I was wondering, and the wife always tell me she went to the Watch the Throne concert, and she said that was the best concert she ever been to. I went to so Watch the Throne. I've seen, I, I mean, I've wanted seen... to go see that, but I mm-hmm. like what does Jay do in a in a concert? But fam, I, okay, so I've seen Jay. I keep saying this. it's me either five or six times. I've seen. Let's just start with five. Mm-hmm. I've, seen, I've seen Jay in concert five times in my life. The first time I saw him was a he wasn't supposed to be there, and it was like a it was one of those Rockefeller. It was supposed to be like a Rockefeller special, and it was a breakdown. Mm-hmm. So he came out there, and you know the DJ plays the instrumentals and the hits, and he kind of does this thing on stage. And that was the first one. The second one I went to was the defunct. Uh, uh, what was that joint with uh he did with uh R. Kelly? Best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. The best of both worlds too, where uh they got into it and they broke it up. So then it became the Jay Z and Friends tour. That's a per- fully produced non radio tour. And somebody had there's a difference between like when a radio station does a show and when a tour tour happens mm-hmm. where you've got pyrotechnics and mm-hmm. props. And I went to, I went to that concert with some free tickets on a on a just on a whim. And, you know, they did a couple warm-up things. And when I tell you the stage opened up and that man had on a full piece suit with a, with a cigar and PSA came on. And when you heard doom, 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 and the crowd, the whole Joe Louis <laughs> Arena went up. Doom, doom. And he was just sitting there, didn't move, just... Doom, doom, doom. And you knew it was coming, and you was like, you was ready. That may be the Allow best me- drop in in <clears throat> rap history. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... Ah! Bro, 
from the from the jump on that concert. Lost my. I, I was on the air the next day. Couldn't talk. I was like, one of one of five point nine, but he joined jams. I touched you. Jay came through last night. He killed, bruh. Mm. When I tell you, when he goes through hit after hit, and then DMX was there, and Foxy Brown was there, it was just it was just a bounce back. Then I went to the one where he did, where it was uh, him and uh, Mary J. Blige, mm-hmm. and then Mary came on and did some hits, and then Jay came on and did some hits, and then Mary Mary was cool. Watch the Throne was the next one. That's just straight energy. It's mm-hmm. just energy. Him and Kanye was just, I saw that in Detroit too, mm-hmm. straight energy, straight energy. On the Run, On the Run, I saw that, and so both, both On the Run 1 and 2, I saw in Soldier Field. So that's outside... I've never seen a crispier screen. They brought their own screen. I've never seen oh, a crispier okay. screen than that. And watching him, and it's just, you know, obviously going through Jay and his maturation and just enjoying his music. Mm-hmm. First of all, it's like B's going to give you his energy. B, B's going to give you her energy, and then Jay comes through with the swag. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, is he moving around? Like, B's going to do her jumping around, and everybody's going to be twirling and stuff. And Jay's just going to have his hat just right over his thing, and he's just going to give he's just gonna give you heat. Mm-hmm. And you just can't. And you're so busy. And I don't. I couldn't go to that concert if I wasn't a Jay fan because you know so many of the songs and you don't even have to know all the yeah, words. Yeah, because he's not. So if you don't know any Jay song, mm-hmm. like, and that's what that's why I am kind of a rap. If you're not there singing and rapping with him, what is he doing? If I don't know a Beyonce song and I go see Beyonce, I'm like, oh. She puts on a good show. It's like Fred Astaire. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Jay is like standing there doing this. Like, is he doing a flip? Is he moonwalking? Is he, I mean, there like, are people on stage doing other stuff, like jumping mm-hmm. around and doing flips and stuff like that. But it, he's not doing it. Not Beyonce will get involved. That's what he's I'm saying. Like, I, and I think that's the difference between mm-hmm. the entertainer and, like, he Jay is a rapper slash poet. Like, you 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 appreciate him for the craft, not for the performance. Beyonce mm-hmm. probably don't write nothing, and she's there. She's the entertainer, where she's going to give you all the moves. And what makes the Uber entertainers are the ones who can sing and dance at the same time, where you mm-hmm. can't even hear them huffing and puffing. Like she's that, and she does. Yeah, that she's that. She's that chick. It re- and then you just sitting there and you like. It's almost like when you start listening, and like I said, maybe because I'm in radio, mm-hmm. and her songs get played over and over, like there's almost no song where you don't know it. Whether you now you're not getting ready to just like when you hear all my single ladies, you know the mm-hmm. song. You're not about to sit up and go, um, put your hands yeah, up. Doing that. Or no, you're not about to twist your hand. But when you hear "Baby, It's You," You're the only one I love, which mm-hmm. I like that song. But mm-hmm. I mean, you know the songs, so it's not like you're not gonna, you're gonna, you're at least about to, because everybody's standing up, so you're gonna be standing up, mm-hmm. and you're just gonna, you're gonna vibe with it, and it's just, it's like peanut butter and jelly to a certain extent. Like if she's the jelly, he's the peanut butter, and it just, it goes together. I really hope that, obviously, I hope they do another one because I'll oh, be. So I is the bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Salon just Mike Tyson. That's what she is. <laughs> Shout out to that. But um, so uh dang, we we went we went a long way from Bill Burr, bro. Yeah, you was the one who 
just had to be about. I thought you had this. Uh, this when you said to say it with the chat, I thought you was coming a whole different direction. No, I'm not. I was just teasing. That was me just teasing around. But yeah, you know. we're going to see that next week. But we'll figure something out. But are we gonna? I, I got a couple topics that I wanted to hit. We gonna we way off, and you said it was gonna be a short show. I told you. I told we you. We ain't never. Every, let me tell y'all something. Every time I come in here and say. Oh, we got to have a short show. We in and out in 45. Hell no. This it ain't is never like, even This happened. is like church. Like when they, I'm, I'm only going to be up here for a minute. I'm only going to be, I'm gonna, I ain't going to take too much I'm of your time. You. Five hours uh, you got me. You got me sounding like that pastor <laughs> where he go, I'm going to just talk to you for a few minutes. And he get real, you know, real somber. I'm going to talk to you for a few minutes about uh, something special that's on my heart. Mm-hmm. And then you be like, oh, okay, we, I'm going to get you in and out of here today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get you in and out of here today. Get you home. Uh, I know your your grandmama is cooking the greens with the turkey. <laughs> and if you got an older grandmama, uh, she put the ham hock in there. And you be like, wait a minute, brother. What You, you going to get to it? And he's 20 so, minutes um, later like us. We ain't even started the topics. Yep. It's, but it's all good because they want to, they like to, I feel like, I don't know. You tell me. People like to hear. Well, I've, so I've seen like, now that I listen to podcasts and I'm like a podcast vet on listening. Um, because I'm always, when I first started, I wanted to be entertaining for one hour. Where I'm just jumping through hoops mm-hmm. and doing all that stuff. That ain't that. That's me for the most part. When I'm talking, when we talking, I'm usually one that's overboard. But at the same time, it ain't always that. So, mm-hmm. a lot of our conversations be more like this. So, that's kind of, I had to tone it down. And now that I'm, we've done this, this is the 20th show, I can kind of just kind of talk and we have a conversation. But I don't always have to be entertained. It could be in the background and then I pop back in like, oh, man, that's a good, that's, that's a good, they got there, I can then go back. Like, you don't got to be super engaged when it comes to podcasting. And mm-hmm. that's why people, when I tell them listen to podcasts, they always say, well, I don't do podcasts. Like, that's because you want to sit. You don't have to sit there like an audio book mm-hmm. and just sit there and listen to it intently. Right. We didn't ask you to take notes. Almost yeah, 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 yeah. It's more brother. like I listen to podcasts, especially when I was driving the truck. Like I listen to podcasts for the company. It's almost mm-hmm. like somebody was in the truck with me while I'm driving state to state. So mm-hmm. that always was like what made me really get into podcasts. And you only you only can listen to so much music. Like after a while, yep. you need to break that up and like listen to podcasts. People having a conversation really breaks up mm-hmm. the day where I join the. Po- I'm like part of the podcast too. So and anyways, that's when you that's when they're cooking. That's yeah, there cooking. you go, there you go. So I wanted to have this conversation because most of our audiences in the demographic maybe thirty thirty three to fifty, I say mm-hmm. something like that. So my wife um, brought to my attention the uh, app Bumble. And Mm -hmm. we've been trying to find people our age, which I'm 41 and she's like still in her 30s. But one of these days, she's going to pass on over to. I'm I'm dead on that. Just (laughs) him. I thought he was going to give out a number. He said, my wife is in her 30s. Yeah, she she ain't past threshold or nothing. I got um, you. I got you. My thing is we're trying to find people who are our age with small children and since getting you and adrian here will be a act of congress we have to (laughs) actively search to find people in our demo and so the wife found the app bumble where she can find people like-minded and go hang out um she told me about it 
And I, st I thought Bumble was a date nap, so I'm like, oh, what, what are you doing? But she told me what it was, and I got on it. But when she told me about it, like, I'm just trying to see, okay, what is it? What Finding dudes I've never tried before. Unlike you with porn, like, you know, I'm searching done. out men. I've never see? had to search a man. So, seeing dudes on that app, uh, it was a lot. So, it ended up being a dating app for for men. That's what I'm seeing. Like, <laughs> I Are you trying to say you were solicited, brother? So, so you have talk to about pay. it. It's a safe space. You have to pay to to see who sees you, or because it's like Tinder, where you swipe left, swipe right. So, if you swipe swipe right and you connect, then you can be their friend. My wife didn't tell me until later that you have to pay to see who swiped on you, and that's how they make their money. So when I found that out, I, I looked through a few dudes, look at their head, look at their face, and see, okay. Because sometimes, dude, you can tell, like, okay, I maybe he look like somebody I hang out with. Because you do that in real life. Like, you walk past somebody, mm -hmm. oh, man, that dude look cool. Like, but if I see a dude, you know, fire rings in his ear, you know, two nose rings, I ain't really, I already can tell. They ain't, they ain't really vibing with that. So... I only put my picture because they couldn't. I couldn't go to the next part with, without a picture. So I put a picture up there, and then when I found out, like I was looking at people, I was like, I don't want this. I just turned the app on when I, off and went on my way. I got about twenty people trying to trying to uh, be my friend, but I didn't put anything <laughs> on my page. So how you want to be my friend? It's what I'm trying to figure out. But I ain't trying that hard because the app is gone. That one ain't for me. The wife is succeeding and hopefully she get a friend. But for me, I might have to do it the old-fashioned way. Hard this man was way. out here getting solicited. They was looking for they was looking for a bell. That's what they was looking a for. A silverback. They was looking for a silverback, man. I, I couldn't do it. I can't they be that they need, a, they need a bell bell in their life. Okay. All right, I see you. So, hey man, which one you put up? Did you put up the R and B pick? With no, the heck, you know I ain't put that mug up. I just put a regular old picture, like one of the first ones I took. I mean, one of the most recent ones I took, and I was like, okay, let me just do this so I can go to the next one. Because with me and dating apps, I knew how to navigate that. I ain't been on an app since I've been with my wife, and we starting, we going strong now for a minute. So I ain't had to get on an app in a long time. So me perusing an app, I'm 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 new at. And so I'm looking at that thing like I'm just getting a little bloom, bloom, bloom. Uh somebody wants to talk to you. What? No. No, sir. No, Lucius. Not Lucius. today. <laughs> what is it with you and these old names? <laughs> So, yeah, I just wanted to say, man, in our 40s, it's hard to meet new people. Because I'm having the same problem that the wife is having. Like, I can't, you, I'm not out there like that just to be, like, finding people. And then at the same time, like, it's just different trying to, trying to meet people at this age when you're not at work. Because I can't even have work mm -hmm. friends no more. Dang. 
Yeah, that's funny how that that kind of evolves. Where when you're in your twenties, everything is work, and we gonna hang out, and we gonna you know make mistakes, and uh, you know uh, dip your pen in the company ink, and then you realize that's <laughs> wrong. And, and then you like, then you get older, and you get more mature, and you realize, oh, this isn't the move anymore. And so I can't now I have do to. It. Everybody I, I work with is a subordinate, so I, can't I have to outsource friendship. And even if it's not a subordinate, it's still, you know, it's not a good look. It's like, you know, Adrian is HR. Who's hanging mm-hmm. out with HR? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody, bro. And I've got, I mean, I've been in Chicago for, I'm going to be going in October to be 16 years. Jesus. And, you know, 99% of the people I know here are through some, through some vine of my job. Mm. So it's tough. It's tough. Um... I cannot remember. Adrian came up with the name of one of them sites to use. Peanut. Peanut. Thank you. That's it. It was Peanut. So you got a good boy. Man got a good memory. Uh, Peanut. Yeah. Uh, To look. We might need to go check it out. Because it's just like now I feel like the majority of people are coming from uh, daycare. And, you Mm -hmm. know, where Adrian is the quiet one, you know, I'm the chatty. I'm the chatty chatty. So if I see somebody, especially if I see, I hate to say this, but like if I see somebody that's kind of, if it's a cool black dude, he's walking around, I'll try to be like, I'll drop something. Oh, hey, what's up, bro? You know how you feel? Blah, blah, blah. And if he got on a hat or something, like I seen this guy with a Knicks hat on. Oh, you're a Knicks fan? Okay, I see you long suffering, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she'd be like, you just love to try. I said, you got to, you see him with a kid, so you know we already got something in common. You just need to find that link. I told, so I told the wife that, and I told you, like, there's a guy at, at the gym that I go to, and we both go, like, four or five times a mm-hmm. week. So I see him, and I seen the little gray in the sideburns. So I was like, ah, he around, like, early 40s, the late 30s. Like, you don't get the, mm-hmm. when you when you get the consistent gray sideburns right next to the ear, I know what time it is. That means you ain't too old. But before the time, he entered the fray. He did. He ain't tapping nothing, but he's like down the street, I'm like giving you the. I'm nod. coming to get you. <laughs> he, he like I ain't never seen you. Oh, oh, this is you. Like he way down the street, but you can like something down there. Like you trying to move your head, like like when you when you used to catch the bus, you used to stand in the street and look down. Hey, is, is that the bus coming? Oh, that's a big SUV. So like. That's where I can see. That's where he at. So I'm like, all right, let me go ahead and uh. But it takes a minute for dude because I can't be at the gym because I see him in the locker room. So I can't mm-hmm. be like, hey, man, what's going on? Can't like, walk up to him while he put on his drawers. So, yeah, so uh, <laughs> I'm just like, why does it take so long? Like, because we at the point, we passed the, the head nod. And it's like, hey, man, what's happening? How you doing? Like, I'm almost to that point, but that's taking like three months. <laughs> like, I told her, hey. I was like, man, by, by Thanksgiving, we're going to be cool. And she was like, why? Got, hey, like, slow a, walking. It's a slow process, man. Can you imagine if you were sitting there putting on your drawers and the guy, hey man, I just saw you. I figured I'd walk to you, say what's up. You'd be like, what? What, big dog? Dang, you ain't, I, I can't. I cannot pull up my my, my drawers. Yeah, I, man, it's just you, you too, ain't want to. You ain't want to just act like you was outside the gym door and just wait like you was doing something and then be like, hey, what's up, big bro? Okay, what you think about the, what you think about that such such game last yeah, night? So you, you gotta test him out. What in the world was that? Oh, we got thunderstorm. I thought Aiden dropped something. I was like, hold on. I thought it was. 
I heard it too. I said, oh man. Well, <laughs> well, pot over. Drop the building. But no, um, if I so I think and, and this is probably 80s growing up rules, but if you didn't been if I if I'm if at the beginning of the time I see you, it's in the locker room. You can't really just pull up, even if we in the gym. Because it might look a certain way, like, ah, oh, you didn't like the way my legs look, and you asking about the Cowboys. Like, I wouldn't even talk about the Lions. <laughs> in the like, I would just be like, hey, man, what's up? You know, boy, you see the game last night, like, just to see. But that already looked a little fishy, so you got you to gotta slow walk it. You can't just be everybody's friend in the gym. That would be, I feel like if I was gay, that would be more stressful, trying to find a dude. Because you'd be like, I think it's you want to you want I would because, because you don't know what you, you don't even know what you what, who gonna reciprocate. Yeah, I mean, like it's twenty for okay for me. It's twenty twenty two. If a guy comes up and that happens, right? You just, I mean, you would hope that you say, "Oh, you know, I'm in a relationship," or "I'm not." You know, I think you can say, "I'm in a relationship." You that had, should be have the you end. You had a gay dude hit on you before in life? Yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. The first oh, shit. Uh. How, so is it because I story time with Uncle Earth? The first <laughs> we need a, I can, we, we can need a, we, we need look, a sound for this. If we can, if we if you really want to go, we ain't gonna have no topic today because I got a I got one. This dude, the, we still got to get that straight, last okay. one. I mean the next one. I'll go to the funny. I'll go to the funny one because this mm-hmm. dude straight up this dude straight up courted me and I didn't realize it at first. <laughs> it was the dude. It was a dude I used to work with, and he was cool. I mean, we're cool. I was cool. And I'm not going to say his name. But we were cool. His mother used to be on the air in Detroit. That's all I'm going to say. And um, he was working at the station doing, I can't remember, you know, just some clerical work. And, you know, oh, Eric, such, such, he would come by my office and we would, you know, talk about regular stuff. Talk about lions. Talk about, you know, A and B and C. And he was just cool. And then at some point in time, like he used to get like another woman. It always takes another woman because I wasn't it just not where my head was at. Another woman was like he got upset about like somebody who was talking to me, like taking time. And she was like, you need to monitor that. And I said, monitor what? And she said, I think he likes you. Mm. I said, you're tripping. And I was just like, OK, I was like, whatever. And then one day <laughs> I got to work and then he knocked on my door. He was like, hey, Eric, man, you know. He's like, he's. I figured you might be hungry, so I made you a sandwich. Like this thing, he oh, made no. me a sandwich. Look he made sandwich. me a sandwich from home, like sandwich? you know, with bread. <laughs> I'm talking about a whole sandwich in aluminum foil, and wrapped it up and brought it to me at work for me to eat. Goofy me, I'm like, oh, I'm hungry. I eat that. These drink. are jail you know? rules. What are you talking about? <laughs> Damn. Wait, wait for it. <laughs> so my car broke down at some point in time. And he was like, in distress. he offered to take me to the crib. Now, I lived on the west side. Mm-hmm. I lived on the west side. Shout out to the northwest side, 8 Mile. He lived super far east, mm-hmm. like Gratiot and way east. He lived nowhere near me, right? Mm-hmm. So he was like, oh, it's cool work. I'll take you home. So we pull up in my driveway. He was like, you mind if I, you know, we just chill and talk for a minute? I was just like, mm. yeah. And so my 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 radar at this point in time was like, nee, nee, nee. And he was just like, you know, Eric, you know, you're a real cool dude. You know, I like, you know, I like me hanging around you. 
he was like, you know, I don't know how you feel about it. He's like, you know, I think we should move in together. And I was just Dang, like, Dang, he ain't even want to take you to dinner first. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> and I remember thinking like, wait, what did he just say? Like, I was thinking, I'm like, okay, is he thinking like, because we're two single guys and we live with our parents, we should just get it. I, I didn't, I was so confused. But I said, even if that was the case, like, let's say if it was me and you and I'd be like, man, we should get a plate. We should get a pad or something. Uh -huh. Like, I wouldn't come up to you and go, hey, man, I don't know how you feel about it. I think we should move in together. Like, oh, that's just, that verbiage is terrible. And I was just like, I remember going, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't know my money right, but we'll see. Man, I got out that car. This I was shook, bro. The door open, like you. I was shook. You were shook because I didn't know. I didn't know how to handle it, bro. I promise you, I was still. I was twenty two. I didn't know how this. You know, this this is a different time. Like I feel like now nowadays, like this is such a, a prevalent conversation where you can like people are easier with their truth. Like I just didn't know. It was just the strangest thing to me, the way he the way he came about it, and it was just like. Like he used to make me plates of food, bro, and bring them to my How office. How much food did you get from this man? He probably made you so much food that was the date. I did look like okay. This was the year, and I feel like no, nah, I don't matter. Like we had a we had a a a, a, a partnership with Popeyes during the summer, so Popeyes mm -hmm. used to bring us so much food. So he anytime Popeyes came through, he would always make sure I had a two piece with some rice, and he'd be like, "Oh, Eric, I made you a plate, man. You know, we have you ready, man? I got you." And I'll be like, "Oh man, that's cool, man." And then that's when it evolved to the I made egg and sausage sandwich at the crib, and it just <laughs> and you would just go ahead, gobble them things up. Yeah, his, look, his, uh, goofy. his sausage and huevos. Since then, it's been one more guy here in Chicago who. He pulled up on me. I met him at work, and he mm -hmm. pulled up on me pretty straightforward at uh, uh, Walgreens one day. And mm -hmm. I kind of was like, nah, 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 I'm good. I was just, I just had, I was like, I'm, I was like, no, nah, I'm in a relationship. I was married. So I was like, I'm married. And he was just like, <laughs> okay. That was your excuse, bro. You ain't say, I don't, that ain't how I roll. You said, I'm Because married. I didn't want, because this, because you don't. It might be a thing. Like, see, I didn't leave. See, now you want to hear it. You I'm heard it like I'm leaving the door I, open. I said, hey, you know, how you doing, sir? Like, I don't even know how to come Because to I'm trying to, you, I'm trying doing, to be, like, and, and you, this, this will make sense a little later on, but I'm trying to be, this was the more inclusive me. Uh -huh. Like, I didn't want to be like, oh, like, oh, man, I ain't gay. I'll beat your ass. Like, I didn't want to do all of that, but it was just like, you know, hey, that's, I'm in a relationship like, okay, uh, I'm flattered, but no. Mm -hmm. And that should be, I shouldn't have to explain anything to you. You know what I'm saying? It should be, that should be the end of it. And, I, and you know, my uh, my homosexual brethren can give me a little more clarity on it. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, if you rebuff him like that, then it shouldn't be like, oh, like he shouldn't wait to find out I'm divorced. And then ne next thing you know, <laughs> pop up with some cookies at the house. Like, I hope that doesn't it happen. It might make like, you a, for old time's sake, sausage sandwich. So, I hate that you said it was a sausage sandwich. Because I really don't remember, but I, let's just say it was. Oh, man. Uh, you I, know I, so, how women, yeah. they say women, women don't eat their spaghetti. Don't eat me and yep. sausage sandwiches. The sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I never forget my father told me that. 
he told me that story when I was too young to grasp it. When he was like, yeah, he told me the story about this guy at work. He ate this girl's spaghetti, and that man lost his mind. He's like, oh, that spaghetti was good. God dang. I ain't no. Next thing you know, that man was losing his mind coming to work. I was just like, oh, oh. I was like this. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Okay, don't eat no woman's spaghetti. I got you. Man, I don't do none of that okay. spaghetti. Okay, man. I did, I, I, did, I, I ate so many spaghettis and then step right on down. <laughs> I hate you so much. But you a savage. Yeah, like, that spaghetti show was good. I'll be back. Okay. <laughs> and never can't end up. Look, talking about leaving the door open. Talking about leaving the door open. I'll be up out of there. But yeah, speaking of up out of there, Aerie mm-hmm. Spears and Tiffany Haddish. Okay. And now let and me. You said no, you was gonna, gonna cook on this for us. Then let me, let me, let me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go get a drink or something. Right? Go get, go fill up. Go hey, fill don't up your go gallon. too far. Look at the timer. I see it. I've been watching it. Go. I ain't gonna go. Uh, go get some tequila. No, I'm, it ain't gonna be that. It's not gonna be that long. So, <clears throat> I let's hit the reset button as as I always like to do. Let me get my pen out so uh, I I don't go all Uncle Ert. Hold on. I got. Uh, hold on. I got. Uh, I got busted in on again. She been really, she been really doing a pretty good job of busting this show up today, huh? Yeah, she she trying, she trying. This is the this is the Zoe show for real today. Like I can't keep you, I can't keep you out of here. It is what it is. So, for those who don't know, we have Aerie Spears and Tiffany Haddish. Um, I saw on TMZ earlier this week that they're being sued by a mother, a a mother, a son, and a daughter. over a molestation situation mm-hmm. uh, that happened uh, five or six years ago. Now, when I saw it, I kind of ign- I didn't ignore it. I read the story. It looked like it was uh, extortion. Mm-hmm. So I just you know, I, and I saw that their lawyer said it was extortion, and I just I let I let it be that. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, it's fine. And um, I was yeah, that was it. So I'm fumbling on on uh, Facebook, and I saw a post that a friend put that said. 45 seconds into this video when I'm disturbed and I see it mm-hmm. and I'm like and I just click on it because that's I just clicked on it I was reading I was like they were talking about Aerie Spears and Tiffany Hatch I said there's a video and people were like I don't know what was going on blah 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 and then I saw that there was a link to the video and I saw Tiffany holding a kid and I tried to click on it and it didn't work mm-hmm. and I just didn't go back to it and I said eh, that don't seem like it's that seems a little interesting and then today this morning you sent me the link from Twitter Mm-hmm. to what looks like it was a clip of the video because mm-hmm. I read, I won't say a transcript, but uh, in the kids' words of what did or didn't happen. So what it looks like you sent me was a clip of a video mm-hmm. that was on previously on Funny or Die because Funny or Die, a website with a lot of funny videos, was getting sued, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they were they were named in the lawsuit, should I say, and they said, absolutely not. We didn't produce this. This was user uploaded, similar to YouTube, mm-hmm. and that's where it went. I looked at this video. I looked at it. I was shocked, and I was disturbed. I don't want to – I just don't want to overstate it, making it look like it was something that it wasn't. But to say I was disturbed, and and you can give me your, you know, obviously you can give me your thoughts on it, but to say I was disturbed in the least was just, oh, man. Like, if I'm going to describe the video, it's Tiffany Haddish with a 
five or six year old boy in his underwear and she takes him downstairs. She drops him off to Aries Spears, says, You're gonna hang out with your uncle, I'll be back. He's babysitting the boy, but he's got a newspaper with the eyes cut out, and he's sitting there drooling, and then here R. Kelly, my mind's telling me no comes on, and then the six year old boy starts doing suggestively sexual poses. Mm-hmm. Including do I want I don't wanna get just it got bad. It yeah. just say it got bad. Okay, now, was any actual sex happening in the video that I saw? No. But these two, these children are alleging that they were groomed and molested. Bro, That's what did they're you alleging. see on the, on the Twitter post that I sent you, if you mm-hmm. go into the comments, it was another section where he was giving a boy a bath and he fell in the bathtub with him. See? So bro, that was like, it, man, it, it got bro, bad, bro. Here's my thing. I didn't see that, and I don't. I, I don't know if I got the stomach to go back and look at that. But let, let's just stick with the video that we both saw. Let's combine them. Fam, this shit wasn't funny in 2015. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be funny in 1915. It wouldn't be funny in 1985, because a lot of a lot of comedy, like it, it, you know how you Sometimes look back at it with well. different. Uh, it didn't. Uh, fam, that ain't a. Uh, it didn't mm-hmm. never need to be mm-hmm. aged. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That was the first thing I thought. I'm like, there's some things where I go, Ugh, that wouldn't work today. No, fam, that didn't work never. And mm-hmm. whoever thought that was cool needs to be locked up. Those two, I should, and I'm not about to sit there and call them for them to be arrested or anything crazy like that because mm-hmm. I don't know what exactly happened. But they're saying, they're alleging that the parent, the mother, consented to letting the kids be in that video. Okay, including at one point in time, the girl who I never saw the girl in the video, she said Tiffany Tiffany Haddish showed her how to mock giving head, and I'm sitting here going, what are, what are we talking about? Like, what what sketch were you doing? What, 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 what I just don't I don't understand it. I think it's extremely troubling. I think it doesn't lend anything to the the mystique of the. The uh, that uh, child molestation culture in Hollywood, and I'm not saying it exists, but people think it exists. Mm-hmm. And so when people think crap like that exists and then you see that on a, on the light version of what they think is happening, mm-hmm. it, it's 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 super problematic. And that, that means that somebody else is probably if they did it, especially if black people did it, that means that some white people tried some crap like this. And that means that this isn't the last we're going to hear of something like this happening. Somebody and usually what happens is when some one person feels empowered, somebody else including you know equally feels empowered mm-hmm. to step forward for and then like you said and then and then it comes like oh now we've got one video well here's the extra clip. We didn't hear about this in 2015. Right. And it was probably for good reason. They probably got well funny or die said the crux of this is them just filing a lawsuit. That's how it all started. So the kid so the, the yeah, they're saying they 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 want money, mm-hmm. but they 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 but they're saying that they were sexually groomed. Mm-hmm. Tiffany Haddish and Ari Spears are saying that it did not happen, and anything that you saw in the video was okay by the mother, and they had parental consent. Therefore, everything they did was legal. But the kids are saying that even the mother didn't have full consent to uh, agree upon what was done in the video. Hence the grooming. So they still. I don't. I don't know what where what city what what state this happened in. So I don't know the laws, and I'm not sure what happened. Nor do I need to know the particulars to know that what I saw 
was a at best a extremely poor attempt at humor like i tried to think about it in a humorous way right and it's hard to but i said the only way you could pull that off where it wouldn't be super creepy is if it were two adults like if let's just for random if it was aries spears and will ferrell was in some draws playing with a choo-choo train yeah maybe it would have been like it would have been halfway funny if it had been a grown man Mm -hmm. but the fact that it was a child made it horrible and it made it very tough to watch and i'm very disappointed in both of them Mm -hmm. i need to i hopefully we'll follow up and hear some more in this situation um and yes yeah, now just he he's already on the cusp of being canceled he's out of there grimace is gone like grimace. i don't he even was, understand how he, he went did. from i didn't i've never seen anybody go from irrelevant to cancel that's a, that's a that's a that's an outstanding <laughs> jump for him zero to negative he went for, i don't understand because before two weeks ago who the was talking about Aries spears nobody He's the chunky. He's the chunky uh, comedian from the '90s. Him and Bill Bellamy are the same person. But you Bill Bellamy still—I still see Bill Bellamy come to the. Bill improv. Bellamy's still out there, but when when you yeah, that's true. So I want to completely disrespect Bill Bellamy, but when you think of Bill Bellamy, mm-hmm. what do you you think of his heyday? Yeah. MTV, How to Be a Player. You think of the '90s. This is similar to Vivica Fox. Vivica Fox is washed. But Even she's though she's, coming. Still... she's making a comeback on the conservative feminism tip. Oh, here we go. Oh, the... we were what? her squash face. Her face looked like, yeah. you know, when you just push it towards the glass. It's, just, it's, like. un- it's unfortunate. But she, she, her best stuff, when you think of Vivica Fox, you think of the, eight, the 90s. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. And after that, washed. So that's where I put Aerie Spears. And I'm like, who the, you know, outside of the last time you did a Shaq impression, in 2004, I hadn't checked for you, bro. And it's just like, and maybe that's because I, maybe he's on the circuit. Maybe he's still out here in what, these clubs the getting the in. circuit. I don't, fam. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I've never seen anybody go from who to oh my man to oh he's canceled. Like that's a that's a weird. <laughs> my man is canceled. That's a weird. That's a weird jump to go to. Usually, you got to be flying high. And then, how get canceled? This man was came out of nowhere, be like, "Here I am, you're canceled." Okay, I'll go back. I'll go back in my hole. Thank you. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. Um, yeah. So I mean, I let you cook on that one because I mean we're equally as disgusted. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't really have nothing more to add to it. Um, I didn't think either one of them was funny. You, 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 you deal with Tiffany Haddish a little bit more than me. Um, mm-hmm. I the only thing I've seen her in was Girls Trip. Um, other than that, was, I that seen, was her. That was she funny? I didn't see Girls Trip. Was that good? I mean, that you was know. good as in a collective. That wasn't good as a oh, that was Tiffany Haddish movie. Like that was all of them doing their thing. But like that because I didn't know was, who she was until that movie, and I know she had stuff. I just uh-huh. know that she stole that movie. It was just like it was a lot of heavy hitters, and I remember seeing. I was like heavy hitters and Tiffany Haddish. And I was like, who the heck is Tiffany Haddish? And then everybody was like, oh, she stole the movie. Uh-huh. I probably should watch it just to, you know, because if I've seen, uh, I can't, Bridesmaids, I can watch Girls Trip. It's not that yeah, it's a feet woman movie. Uh-huh. I just didn't get to it yet. So I'll get to it. You don't support um, just women? So, Man, that's messed up. You know what? <laughs> and that brings us 
to the final segment of the show today. That's why I did it. Say what's on your mother-loving chest. Hey, we are going to... Right. Hey, point this out before you start. That was my best segue of all time. <laughs> I'm going to put the sound effect on it. There you go. There's your segue sound effect. Um, we This will probably be a longer... A longer diatribe, or maybe we'll get into it on a sh- another show. Uh-huh. But um, this has to deal with. And shout out to everybody in the group chat because y'all getting y'all getting ready to get called to the front because that's how we do. <laughs> We're like all men. Y'all getting y'all, y'all getting called to the front. To the, um, to the because uh, just in general, I had a week. You know, I went to uh, to go to a WNBA game. I went to go see the Chicago Sky against the Connecticut Sun, and I got a little cooked. I got roasted, and <laughs> I, I felt the way about it all week. I, I felt some way, and I decided to, you know, type out my feelings, and this is my podcast, and our <laughs> podcast, and this is how I feel, um, and I wanted to know, uh, why can't black men support sports uh, that, that don't have Serena Williams in them? And we have gone back and forth about the validity of the WNBA, the numbers they make, and and, and and things of that nature, and uh, I am a man alone in the group chat, and I think and I think it exists outside the group chat where there are men that just don't generally have a taste for the WNBA. And Bill Burr made a joke in his last standup about the WNBA suffers because women don't support women, and I believe that he's half right on that situation. Mm-hmm. In one way, he's right that women don't support women, but in one way, it's sports. So men like sports. So women, in theory, men should support sports because if Bill Burr's theory was completely accurate, then men's soccer would be the biggest sport in America. But it's not. But I want so I want to hop in on that part because I knew in my brain he was trying to cook. So I was counter cooking, and but you gotta let I, one person cook before you get no, on the grill. No, because I want to add just the whole the whole men soccer. That's why I want to hop in mm-hmm. on that. Go ahead, I go ahead. I got you. Men, so women's sports that do well tend to be the sport that men, I mean Americans, don't care about, mm-hmm. like in general. So you got tennis. Which an uh, American man in tennis, what Andre Agassi, um, like there we, we don't have Nadal. He's you got to name somebody who's played America. in twenty years. Like he's not, he's not American. And oh, he, then you. That's what I'm saying. Like an Americans who who is good at it, and we we support it. We don't support mm-hmm. that because it's not a big sport here. So the woman, so Serena, American, Venus, American, like, we look at them because we don't have no man, but we want to support that sport. So it seems to dominate that. Same with um, soccer. The men, men's soccer sucks in the, in the United States. Women don't. So they support that as well. But any other sport, America does well. So we look at what is the best product out there. And the best product would be NBA, NFL, NHL, Major League Baseball, boxing, MMA. Like all of that stuff we look at 
And you tell me all the time, football or soccer is the world's game. We don't get no care about that here. But if the women in the World Cup, we watching it for them. Continue. So, so, I look. I'm going back to it. Here was my. This was my jump, and I think it becomes more uh, group chat centric. Is that my battle? And I'm in this. Go. This is going to get a little deeper. My battle is never with trying to get somebody to watch something that they don't want to watch. Because if you don't want to watch the WNBA, then that's one thing. But thinking that they're not talented or trash, so to speak is a complete to me it's a completely different argument. Mm-hmm. I think that they are athletes. I think that they're athletes at the top of their game in their sport. Mm-hmm. And I think they play very intense I think they play an intense brand of ball. I know all the jokes aside with the uh you know hard to the hole with a quick layup uh because you know they're not as you know they're not as athletically I don't know what I want to call that cuz that cuz women might jump on me about that. They just they just don't they're not as above the rim as the men's game, mm-hmm. but then people will think that it's not as quality. And I don't think that's the case, whether you ever watch a game. So but I said this. all that. This, would you yes, would you watch AAA ball? Like, because it's baseball, but it's not yeah, the majors. But it's not like, but major they do league. Yeah, I thought all, about that. You got all of the aspects of the game. There's still people playing their hearts out. There's well, still talented I think, people, but they don't give you the same here, brand of baseball. Here, and, and I agree with that. But here's the thing. So with any sport, doesn't matter what it is, you need some you need a, you need a, you need some skin in the game. Mm-hmm. Some reason to watch it or else it's just it's just background noise. Mm-hmm. So if I'm watching a triple A game, right, there has to be a reason for me to be watching it or mm-hmm. else it's just dudes I don't know. You get, I know the dudes in the major league baseball. So if I'm watching the Toledo Mud Hens, right, mm-hmm. I want to see um Spencer Torkelson, who's a uh, one of the uh, first round pick for the Tigers, since we sent him back down, I want to see him working. Uh, on, I want to see how his his swing is working. Mm-hmm. Cody Clemens can't. I mean, he's he's up at the Tigers now because it's September, but he's somebody who just ascended. I'm there are names that I want to see. So mm-hmm. if you translate that to the WNBA, in theory, I need skin in the game. I paid attention to them a little more because they're the champions, and I said, and Candace Parker. Coming back home from the Sparks, that's a story for me. So it's a reason for me to watch. Mm-hmm. And then once you start watching, then you end up finding something different, similar to soccer, where like you said it, you said it best. The best, the best players in the world are the World Cup, and we don't watch, we don't watch the world, we don't watch soccer until the World Cup comes because those players are the best of the best. So it's skin in the game. So in theory, I have that's my. It's a small skin, but it's skin in the game. So that's why any particular I will watch it. But when I watch it, I don't sit there watching like I'm watching, you know, Zoe play soccer. You get what I'm saying? Where she's mm-hmm. running around up a dirt hill and falling all over stuff. Like that's not that it's not the same. These two things aren't the same. Mm-hmm. And because I have a daughter and I want her to I know we joked about it on the pod last week or a couple weeks ago. But because I have a daughter and there's going to be a day where we have different conversations about what she wants to do. I'm thinking about my personal future Mm -hmm. and what I want to do. And I I spoke to Adrian about this and I said, I I, I don't know how this is going to manifest itself. But I feel like with all this talk in my chest, I want to be an advocate. 
and I want to I want to be an advocate for women's sports in some way, and I want to lead with my daughter. I'm not trying to say I'm going to pressure my daughter into sports because I don't want, I'll never want to do that. Even if I had a son, mm-hmm. I probably would look. I'm low key. I probably might be a little more amped up if I had a son, but and that's and that's probably sexist of me to say that, but it's the truth, and I'm just living my truth out. But I will say that to say that I want her to be open to being what she ever she wants to whatever she wants to do in the sports world mm-hmm. now it now in a perfect world i shouldn't say in a perfect world in a nice world what i like uh my daughter to you know become a because she's going to be tall and and lean uh what i want her to be you know attracts some form of a track star and get a scholarship to college you damn right now if she wants to become a hooper and get that same scholarship Guess what? I'm going to be right there for her. But I think that may be where my advocacy is. But, you know, maybe being a coach uh, of some sort to one of the teams that she has. But I feel like I want to do something to kind of change the shift of how, you know, we as men, and I'm a black man, so I can only speak on ourselves as we see sports. So that's really it. You know, I, I'm not about to get all, say it with, you know, that's, that, no, I, but I, I wanna, started I off. I want to hop in on that because. I mean, and I I totally agree with that. Um, if you if you wanna you know advocate be advocate for for women's sports, that's fine. But I you said something about um, your daughter playing sports, and you will be more amped if you had a son. And I have a son, and I've been thinking, do I want to push him into sports? And mm-hmm. if he if he falls in line for it, he I'm I'm good with that. But mm-hmm. us as a race, now I, I can't say I hate always taking it to the race because of some of these conversations we need to have. But I see other races who push their kids to for for scholars to be a scholar mm-hmm. and other like, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my son don't need. I mean, he doesn't have to play football or baseball or basketball. Sure, get him into like you know. Like physics and and science mm-hmm. and math because I see and I, I look at the Indian race, they ain't worried about their son playing nothing. You better get in them books. But I see as an adult and seeing all of these guys and they talk about their heyday in football and they ask is a warehouse worker. Like <laughs> I I need my son to not have to deal with that because I can forecast for him and he'll hate because because. Like the the different races, they can't stand their parents. The Asian culture, they can't stand. Like they always were so strong. They were so hard on me. As now I'm a I'm a I'm a doctor. Like or like you know stuff like that. Like I'm an anesthesiologist. My parents were so hard on me. Like but this is the reason. This is the reason why. And I'm not saying like I said, my son can do anything he wants. But at the same time, like the the schooling is gonna be important. And mm-hmm. I'll pick that over you getting a ball um, because I feel we don't push the schooling enough as a culture. Like I agree it's, with that. It's more, you'll, you'll find like a, um, a father buying a jug machine and doing buying like all the cleats and stuff. Like, you know, for, for their son to be a football player, yeah. like to get a scholarship. This is because he can get a scholarship. Bro. If he had a four point two, he'd get a scholarship too. Like so, it's right. I mean, it's, it's different ways to to do this, but some stuff translate to a forty year old. That jug machine ain't gonna ain't gonna translate if you don't grow mm-hmm. past six one six two. So it's it's just different levels. You just said that, and that I have been thinking about that before. Like man, like we just need to 
we need to also um, advocate more of uh, okay, how I get on a robotics team, like you know stuff like that, where it's, it's I like a little, that. It's a little I like bit that. different. So I think. I think as, as she gets older, uh-huh. I think my I will evolve to that. I just think that right now I don't have a – it's funny. Like before you have a child, you don't have a connection to what goes on in a daycare. Then you know what's going on in a daycare. Mm-hmm. And then as she gets older, then you have more of a grasp of what's going on in school. And then you have more of attachment to what's going on in school mm-hmm. and with her grades and with her classes. And I think as that evolves, like even now she will be switch, – we're switching her schools uh, next week. And this school is already teaching – you know, children how to be bilingual. And that's why we're switching her to the school so that she can have a leg up and hopefully, you know, cause every child is different that she can de- continue to develop, you know, hopefully develop an affinity for a second language, whether it be China, uh, I'm sorry, Spanish or Chinese. Mandarin. That's what it is. Mandarin. Whoopsie. Sound like, <laughs> sound like somebody else earlier You're talking about some Oriental. Um, yes. Mandarin, excuse me. Um, so, those things are still important. I think that as she evolves and we see what she's going to, who she's going to become, I'm pretty sure it'll be more book centric. And like you said, we need to start having. I think we're so used to the the home run hit for the mm-hmm. you know as a as a culture because that's where we we came you know we kind of we came from. I mean you know. But you can I mean, score on doubles shit. and singles too. Yeah, absolutely. I remember when you said that when you were just like, well, what happens when such and such, you know, runs out and then, you know, you can't play sports? Because, I mean, like, neither one of us have even come close to mentioning mm-hmm. football because we, as much as we love football, we know that the mm-hmm. average football player's career is three years, bro. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, and then and then it's done and then, you know, you have all the aches and pains and the injuries. It's not a good look. Um, I mean, I still want my team to have good players and I want yeah, them to win. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if I want my kid – uh, running up and down on the football field, so it will be. It will be tough. It will be tough. I mean, that's a decision. You know, you obviously at some point in time you may have to make. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think Zoe's going to be put on a football helmet. And if she does, uh, we'll have that conversation mm-hmm. uh, uh, when that gets here. When it gets here too. Um, so that being said, uh, you know, you, you got something you want to say what's on your chest, my brother? No, nah, we we ran it long, so I hope my, you know, I got you got a, I, I got about five pair of gas on myself. Oh yeah, uh, I, I can need to let the people any any week. Coming soon, we're gonna have a uh, we're gonna have a we're gonna we're gonna split up the pod verse, and Vinny gonna have his own say what's on your chest podcast, and he's gonna be like, I just want to take a time by myself to go in off and tell you how I feel about such and such. And, and, this another is what thing. I sing. and another thing, and be like, oh, I Vince de- Limbaugh. You know what I want to say? Are you kidding? My balls <laughs> never itch at the playground. <laughs> The single best line you have ever delivered on this podcast is not even close. And it's not even close. Best line ever. I promise you that. All right, y'all. We're going to get you out of here a little longer than usual. Uh, Thank you for listening. If you've uh, been here this long, then, oh, okay. Hey, you got a friend in us. We appreciate you. Uh, So what you can do is uh, make sure you rate like and subscribe on your uh on your favorite listening platforms uh we love you on the apple we love you on the spotify we love you on the iHeartRadio and wherever else you listen uh and as always tell a friend tell a friend tell a friend and uh that's it and uh keep your fingers crossed that we can link up for schedules uh next week how's that sound all right so you know what we're about to do Urgent jerk podcast 
We out. Irk and Jerk Podcast. Podcast. Podcast.